the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to Rob Black on the Money Channel. Now, here's Rob. Once again, because it's earnings season, I don't have a lot of time, but I do want to dedicate some time to some things to talk about as far as investments and ideas. First and foremost, F5 Networks. Um, well, hold on. I've got a massive, massive flow, so everyone needs to be cool with me. <laughs> um, markets closed down today. After seven up days, after big runs since August, I'm cool. Hopefully you are too. F5 Networks just got murdered. This was one of the stocks that I picked last year. It's one of my favorite stocks. And, uh, you know, it certainly has had a great run, and it's certainly still doing amazing. And I would say this is an expectation reset. In the last year, it's gone from $40 a share to $145 a share. Today, in aftermarket, it's down 32 bucks. It was a pretty big mess. And again, I'm not upset by it. I don't own shares. It's just one of the stocks that I mentioned on this show as an investment idea for you. Um, with that out there, let's talk a little bit about this mess. Basically, a couple scenarios on the conference call. Management suggested that the stumble is more of a reset rather than an overall slowdown. This is a hyper-growth kind of company. Um, not a big slowdown in business or increased competitive pressures. You know, the, the conference call is really confusing. And every now and then, I'm just going to say things like, I don't know what the F just happened. Um, it, it's ambiguous. Start contrast to some of the things that they've said before where things were great, things were going on, firing on all cylinders. This tone changed. Looking at some metrics associated with according to the guidance, business is still excellent. So fundamentally, there's still some positives there. Management repeated multiple times that the pipeline looks incredibly strong. But commentary about a brief slowdown in October and a lack of traction with one of their new products and a lack of large deals in the quarter really shows you that the company's inability could become a little bit problematic. Now, again, I think it's way too early to um, paint all this in one color, so to speak. Tomorrow, I might have an update for you on the company as analysts will start to trim their outlook on the company or trim their estimates. You know, Given a lot of ambiguity in the call and a lot of ambiguity in the estimates for management guidance, it, it's got a pretty high valuation. So that's why it's getting crushed pretty hard right now. I'd wait for some stabilization. I'd wait for some sideways action before taking a position if uh, that's something that you're so inclined to do. Let's talk about some of the other issues that are out there today. Um, pretty big selling sent the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ to the worst single session losses in about two months. The Dow was only fractionally lower because it got a really strong quarter out of IBM. I'm not a indices kind of guy. I'm not a one, let's just go with the Dow and stay with it. So IBM was up 3%, and it wasn't good a day for, for financials. Goldman Sachs was down 8 uh, I want financials to lead, and their revenues were, again, a reminder that things are slowly improving. 
Northern Trust, ticker symbol NTRS, dropped to a one-month low. Its earnings fell short of what had been expected. State Street, STT, was lower today. They exceeded earnings expectations. Diversified financials like uh, Wells Fargo was lower. U.S. Bancorp, lower. They got caught up in the financial sector slide. Defensive-oriented plays made the only major sectors that suffered losses of under 1%. So telecom and utilities were the best performers. They slipped under 1% today. There was no major good sector today. Nothing. There was weakness across the board. I hate that because I know some people really get bummed out and take it personally. And last thing in the world that I want you to do is take things personally. That's going to be a huge mistake. By the way, um, back to F5 networks, ticker symbol FFIV. Um, I should mention that some of the competitors or companies that I'm tempted to buy, uh, ticker symbols APKT, RVBD. So again, if you listen to the call, which I did, it gives the impression that the call, the business is booming. So maybe things got a little bit too frothy, a little bit too, um, let's continue to blow out numbers. Question is, is Cisco getting more aggressive on price in order to claw back some of the share that they're losing um, and thus hurt the margins overall for the whole industry? I think you could you know, see more of a serious correction develop in the tech names if that's the case. So um, I'm keeping an eye on it. And again, like I said, uh, what's bad for F5 might be good for Acme Packet or Riverbed or Cisco. So I want you to know the way I think. I'm not, why, I'm not sure why it's important to me, but it is. I hate doing this, but I really do have to keep it short today. And I think you can hear that I'm pretty sick. Uh, when I cough, my kidney hurts. That's not a good day. China, China, China is going to be the big theme tomorrow. Uh, basically, the United States showed some signs of a little bit of teetering, a little bit of teeter-totter, a little weakness. So the world's going to look at how China does in the next 24 hours before we come back to the markets here in the United States. They got a ton of data coming out tomorrow, GDP, CPI, industrial production, and retail sales. So a lot coming out on China tomorrow. Expectations are high, and that could be a good thing. But how much do they tighten? How much does, you know, do they hike their reserve requirements? They've done that seven times now since the beginning of 2010 last week. Uh, two trends will be big reads on the GDP and the CPI. GDP is expected to grow over 9% and consumer price inflation over 4.5%. A small positive on GDP would have cooled um, the markets tomorrow. So we're going to see what we're going to, I mean, this is what we're looking forward to. I know you're saying, man, you really get prepped for the day in advance, don't you? The data comes after the markets saw their worst day today in the United States since November. That weakness began last night. Blowout quarter from Apple really failed to ignite the markets to a new all-time high, especially for Apple. The selling pressure increased when financial darling Goldman Sachs produced its worst quarter in memory as the magic touch that the firm had for so long. The magic touch. Uh, the Midas touch. Goldman. It failed to materialize this quarter. So banking results were a little underwhelming. And again, that's something that I didn't want to see this quarter. So it may mean that a recovery is a little bit slower. It's still there. It may mean the market this year has an up year. It may be a little bit slower to fruition. Tonight, you got some disappointments from F5. And again, that's um, it brings in a, a certain amount of humility. Apple... And although I could say the case is this is easily a $400 stock on valuation, easily. But I could also say, you know, with Steve Jobs gone likely for a year, he's still on the job, he said. He's still going to, you know, be in part of some important decisions. But with him gone, I could also tell you that 
there'll likely be a little less upside, a little less upside, a little less. Um, I would refer to it as almost sexuality, a little bit less, you know, a little less reason to go out and buy the stock. I don't know. Some people will hold off on it. Some professionals will and some individuals will for sure. Um, every now and then there'll be some bad news and at some point in time he's going to die or he's not going to come back or he's going to come back and people are going to say he looks thin. There'll be some more bad news in that company. There'll be some selling opportunities, some buying opportunities for some, some selling situations for others. Anyway, I have to run because uh, I got to go get into a monkey suit and go uh, get to an event. Uh, I'll be back on radio tomorrow from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Listen to uh, 1220 or kdow.biz, kdow.biz if you want to stream it. Call the show 800-516-1220. It's 800-516-1220. I'm not going to put a lot of fancy um, production this day. I'm, I'm just I'm doggone beat tired and, and pretty good under the weather. Take care. Have a good day. And uh, I promise tomorrow I've got a, a better part of the afternoon open. So I'll do a, a, a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, slam, just home run uh, podcast for you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.